Hi, welcome to Highly Social with Mike Eaton. Uh, today we're joined by my very good friend and hilarious comedian, John Carden. That's me, Bob. Thank you for being here, Bob. Dude, Dude, so you've been murdering it recently, and you just headlined a comedy club after featuring for Big J. Yeah, it's crazy. How does that feel? I don't know. It's cool as fuck, man, because clubs are starting to, like, clubs are starting to give me a shot. You know what I mean? I've been working with Jay, and uh, I guess I do well. Yeah. I don't want to be like, you know, I fucking murder every every set, but it's, it's not like that. But I do well enough to where clubs are, like, starting to give me headlining work, and that's crazy. And you do crush. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do okay, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean Jay has the best crowds in the country. Yeah. Like, those bonfire and those Legion of Skank crowds, but there's nothing you can say. At all. It, it, that, that they're not going to laugh at. You know what I mean? Any topics up, it, it's, I get spoiled. Yeah. Because I come back to That's Austin, so yeah. and they're like, you dirty, dirty white man. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like the crowds outside of Austin are, it's interesting, because, I mean, we get spoiled by the volume of them here. Yeah. There's so many shows where you can do it with 150 to 200 people. Absolutely. And I don't want to act like I'm fucking murdered. My, my headlining show had 22 people in yeah, it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Like, the flea market fun. across the street had more people. Than- <laughs> <laughs> that fucking rule. I thought about going over to the Bass Pro Shop and just handing out shit. <laughs> I, I figure if I'm going to hit my demographic, that's where I'm going to do it. Yeah. Talking about divorce and trailer park upbringing, man, Bass Pro Shop is my place. Oh, you should have been at Brahms. Brahms? Here in Oklahoma, you just go hang outside Brahms. <laughs> that's your spot, Bubba. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but I, I promise you the average Brahms customer would love you. Is Brahms a white trash establishment? Kind of. It's, it's more of a, it's a neighborhood market. So they have like their own dairy and then they do ice cream and burgers. But it's like fast food with a little bitty grocery in it. Yeah. But it's always in like the white trash towns, and that's where you go for the grocery. And you get Wait, your ice cream. There's grocery at the Brom? Yeah. Yeah. So you you go and get ice cream and you can do grocery shopping or vice versa. You know, <laughs> it depends. You can do both even. You can start with an ice cream and get your groceries and then get an ice cream for the road home. I mean, if you live in a small town, <laughs> yeah, that's your week. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a good week too. You just like that's the best Wednesday you could possibly have for sure. In, in like a Sebring, fucking Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh man. Ada, you know. Ada. <laughs> Ada, Oklahoma, <laughs> Tahoka, or whatever. Elgin. Yeah. I've driven through. Dude, it's I've done that drive between Oklahoma City and Tulsa a bunch of times for work. Mm-hmm. Just that two hours in there, just any exit's just gonna be sad. <laughs> Most of the I, I talked about it when I was on stage the other night. I'm like, Oklahoma City is not a great representation of the state. No, it's not at all. It's like a big dick on an ugly dude, man. It's like <laughs> the rest of the state's banjos, and then Oklahoma City, you're like, oh, we we drink yerba. Yeah, he's got, a, and you can count like the Turner Falls area. Yeah, that's also nice. But Turner Falls and Oklahoma City, and then like a little pocket in Stillwater, mm-hmm. and there's a little like rich pocket in Tulsa. And then the rest of that state, just get the fuck out of here. Banjos and trailer parks. I don't want it. <laughs> Kissing cousins. Worse than kiss. I was there for where I had to stop at a city like 30 minutes west of Oklahoma City. Yeah. And so I, I was like, I need a drink. So I stopped in at a liquor store just to buy a bottle of wine. And I'm with my coworkers, so we're going to just go and sit, talk work for the next day and drink wine. And so we pick like a decent bottle, which surprisingly have one, mm-hmm. uh, like a Maomi Pinot Noir. Uh, and... 
Sweet. You found a decent wine yeah. in Oklahoma City? I, I, 30 minutes outside even. But So we go to check out, and then the lady behind the counter pulls out wine glasses and starts cleaning them with, like, not a clean cloth. And it's, but it's just, like, polishing them. She goes, you can just bring these back when you're done. What? What? <laughs> well, I don't know where y'all going to drink it, but I figure you probably don't have glasses with you. It's like, I don't. Where, where do you go to a hotel and drink these where they have glasses at the hotel? She, they, they probably don't got them. <laughs> what? what hospitality I, it was so nice but it was like what the fuck and so we decided we didn't want creepy dirty mud water glasses that she yeah. just rubbed the cloth on and we get to the hotel and they had glasses just fine I was like so what was the deal here why did she and why did she want us to use her glasses and bring them back because she did say bring them back she wanted you to come back yeah. she was sweet on you Bubba that's her flirting that makes me more uncomfortable because her husband was also there, and he's like a big deaf dude. I've seen crazier things happen. He's I, a big deaf dude? Yeah. Oh, then she's definitely going to bang you while he's in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, Put him like, in front of the Xbox. He's never going to know. Adolf for this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, hi. <laughs> deaf people are wild. Do you know about the deaf community that goes to Buzzmill? There's a whole deaf community that goes to Buzzmill? So Buzzmill that has open mics and music. Well, and there's stuff. a school for the blind, right? And there's like a bunch and of. a school for the deaf. Oh, shit. We got all the fucking cripple did, schools. Did you see the football field for the school for the blind? Yeah. That is the funniest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. It's... Talking about a waste of fucking resources. <laughs> the school for the deaf has a bunch too. They have a bunch of just land out there. In the, in, uh, oh, when I man. Drive by, I always honk. Just see if I'm going to catch one. Because, like, if I honk and you whip your neck over, like, you're busted. That's like putting a dodgeball cord up for amputees. You know what I mean? It's like putting – who puts Braille on an ATM? That's one thing, a drive-through ATM. I never understood that, but we do that. You're telling me you don't want to watch amputee dodgeball? I definitely want to watch amputee dodgeball. Absolutely. They're going to be nubbing around. I want to give them little slingshots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just David and Goliath that shit, baby. Let's get it sponsored by a 3D printer, and we'll give them crazy monster on I tell you what, though. If they do make a catch – the whole team's out. Yeah. The whole team's out. Oh, Automatic sure. rule and amputee dodgeball. Oh, what's that fucking Shabbat or Shabez, the guy f- that was from Florida that's a one-armed defensive back? Oh, yeah. Um, Fuck. Shake- uh, ish, uh, they're brothers. Shaquem Griffin? Yes. I was so He's got a brother that played for Seattle yeah. Seahawks, right? Uh, so he, they both went to UCF, which is yeah. the school, yeah. Yeah. So Shaquille, Golden Knights. Shaquille has both brothers, or both hands. And then Shaquem has one hand, and uh, we're, not, we're just the Knights now. Yeah. Oh, but, but he's caught interceptions, even though he only has one hand. That's who I want. That's my first pick. That should be an automatic touchdown. Can we agree to that? Yeah. There's one guy, and uh, I think he's in college basketball right now. He's got one arm, or he might be in high school. Whoa. He's fucking killing it. I bet his crossover is weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he going with it? <laughs> He's going to go right. No, he's still going right. <laughs> it would be good, though, because like I don't like to be touched by those extra nubby limbs like that. Uh, so, like, if he's sticking his amputee. You really shit, don't like being being touched by a nub? No, it's scary. <laughs> it's Where's the hang-up with that? I don't know. Did you get fondled to Forrest Gump as a kid? I think it's more Lieutenant like Lieutenant Dan gets you? Things like, just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I did, you know what I'm talking about, though? When I do like, know what you're talking about. Hand, I don't want to touch it. I'm sorry that that happened, and it's I, I don't hate you as a person for having it, but keep it away from me. <laughs> don't, don't touch me with it. 
I don't know. I think I'd like to see how it feels. Like it's got a different skin texture. You know what I mean? It could be nicer than regular skin. You don't even know. Okay, you might touch it and never want to touch anything else in your entire life. Maybe that's what I'm afraid of. That's probably what you're afraid of. <laughs> like, is getting sucked into the nub vortex. The nub tex. You're oh, just do like a hand job from one of those little things. Oh. <laughs> just... I tell you what, you would never have any confidence issues. No. Have you got a girl with a nubby? Yeah. Oh, bro, you're gonna feel big every time. Dude, I've thought about every time you're gonna feel huge. Have you ever uh, seen like a midget stripper? Yeah, there's a one-legged midget stripper in Waco. She retired. <laughs> Did you get, like, a tweet about this? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I found out. <laughs> I found out through the, through the stripper chain. <laughs> I asked about her. I was like, is, is one-legged Monique still up in Waco killing it? <laughs> and they were like, no, she retired. She had, to lose, she had diabetes. Oh, That's why she lost boy, the first leg. Yeah. And then she lost the second she leg. Thick. She was a thickin', yeah. yeah. She was a thickin'. <laughs> yeah, she looked like a big old Hershey kiss. <laughs> But she would, bro, she would stomp around on that one leg and fucking get it, dude. That rules. She would get it. I just, I, that is the one thing. So I got a lap dance from a little person stripper and, and was like. In Austin? Uh, in L.A., Sam's okay. Hofbrow. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and the reason that it happened is because all my buddies that I was there with saw me, like, st- just in my little, like, high tism mode staring at the sister, like, what is it? So one of them was like, ruin his life, you know, and gave her a hundred bucks. So she's doing lap dance stuff on me. And at first it was like, yeah, I mean, I'd probably fuck that thing. Uh, but, but it wasn't like, I didn't register like that's a person. <laughs> it was like, this is like. All right, let, let's clarify, season. ladies and gentlemen. Okay, my, how many edibles had you consumed at this moment? I was probably two, 300 milligrams two, deep. Two, 300 milligrams deep. smoking a pen. I mean, it's LA. You, get you roll 300 milligrams deep. Sometimes. Like, yeah. Man. Not anymore for legal purposes. <laughs> <laughs> this is CBD. <laughs> the highly socials because I'm in high spirits. That's <laughs> <laughs> like when 50 Cent spell broke out with the, the, the $100 bills after he filed bankruptcy. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what you're doing right now. You're- this is Delta 8, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Completely legal in Texas. 50 Cent is my favorite fucking famous person. Oh, man. Buying out the first three rows of Ja, ja Rule's concert. concert. Just to fuck with him? How petty. That's so cool. How All this petty. shit with Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. <laughs> but he couldn't God, read. read a fucking book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said the greatest obstacle of your life is Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, 50. Yeah, dude. He- and then everybody called 50 fat at the Super Bowl because he, he's old. Yeah. He got in a little chunky. Yeah, well, he's, when, he's, he's far away from those vitamin you, water days. When you were doing upside down crunches with your fucking eight pack, like, yeah, and you're iconic for having like easy to count abs. Yeah, there's a whole group of like girls that, that like learn to count by their sexual awakening with fifty cents abs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a whole demographic that exists that way. You know what I thought was funny though? If Lizzo had been up there, nobody would have said a word about fat. Fat wouldn't have come out of anybody's mouth. Everybody would have said brave. (laughs) I would have said it. Why is this fat bitch out there wearing that? (laughs) She's on TV. Bro, I went to a Lizzo concert in Phoenix with with my girl. And, bro, it is the only concert I've ever been to where you could actually smell the performer through the the latex. Like, she was getting it, Bubba. But there was steam rolling out those crevices, Bubba. What I was mean, she the was situation like. Did they, did they have like a larger food bar than a normal concert? 
I'm sure backstage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure backstage they had KFC. Oh, dude, I'd love to see her writer for what food she requires. Oh, like man, that would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got to get a hold of that. Yeah. We got to get a hold of Lizzo's writer. I bet it's amazing. I bet it's great. Oh, just. <laughs> God. Just, she wants makeup cases full of gravy. Yeah. <laughs> One gallon of milk with a Hershey's chocolate syrup upended into it. <laughs> She's just going to shake that bitch up. <laughs> she wants a bath of whole milk. <laughs> if it's 2%, I don't do a show. <laughs> uh, she she likes the brown M&M's thing from Leonard Skinner or whatever, but she wants 7,000 of them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> She's got to be able to shower her whole front row in M&M's. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Good show. Good I show? had to give it to her. She put on her music's great. For her to be, you know, as big as she is, that girl moved for hours straight. She danced and she got it in. And she that fluted. Was. She flutes. She's a flutist. What? Yeah, she flutes. That's not her just wheezing? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <Okay. laughs> I didn't say this, I'm fat. <laughs> that's her that's her inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, Bubba. She um she fluted. She was fluting. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah, I think that's one of her characters, though. I think she does this thing. Chelsea watched, uh, okay. So Chelsea watched for the big girls uh-huh. on Amazon Prime. And man, <laughs> there were so many girls that were winded after that. I felt so sorry <laughs> for them, dude. I'm like, I get it, girls. You go do you. But also, maybe try to run a little bit before this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just get your cardio up. That, that way you don't pass out halfway through the performance. I'm I'm gonna have to start doing cardio because I've noticed, like, especially with as hot as it is right now, mm-hmm. when I go on stage and it's 106, I won't wear shorts on stage. Mm-hmm. It just it feels weird. It feels disrespectful. Yeah. And a lot of people like gave me shit for it because I did it a lot early on. And I look back at videos of me on stage in shorts. And I'm like, I don't, it's not a good look for Mike. So I won't do it. So I get up there and I'm sweating so much. I'm probably burning 300 calories during a 10 15 minute set. You know. I mean, I'm putting them right back in, but like, <laughs> like, I've got water pressure to my sweat, and it's just because my my heart's not good at working very often. Yeah, so I, I gotta get I gotta get back into cardio so I can survive doing comedy <laughs> in Texas in the summer. I'm gonna die like an English person. You know what's funny is uh, have you tried to quit drinking yet to lose weight? Yes, I no longer consume alcohol. <laughs> For legal purposes. Yeah, um, course, but I have been drinking a lot of non-alcoholic vodka recently, and it's... <laughs> yes, I have not done that. Non-okay. Uh, non, non-alcoholic <laughs> vodka. I get it. It's for the camera. I had to, I've been smoking, Mike. <laughs> been but smoking. it's just Delta 8, so... It's, it's just even, Delta 8. It's really it's not, not even, even affecting me like, like regular marijuana. Um, which we would never do <laughs> no, in Texas. Of not. Why would you do that? I've been talking about this. We can talk about it now because I'm, I'm not going to talk about it on stage anymore. Mm-hmm. But Brittany Griner. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. That is the, it is my favorite topic in the world right now uh, because there's so many different viewpoints on it. First off, everybody's shocked that a black lesbian <laughs> got arrested in Russia. Yeah, what? 
How? Housing by shock. They literally train for that. You know what I mean? You got Russian army doing fucking setups to pictures of Leslie Jones, dog. Like, they're fucking getting ready for black lesbians. Like, they were brought up to hate Wanda Sykes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They fight bears and black lesbians. That's that's all they fight. biggest enemies. Everybody's fucking shocked. And it's like, yeah... Everybody fucking is, is blown away that she was like, the calling her stupid, right? Because she was stupid enough to take a weed pen into Russia. I'm like, that's not stupidity. That's in need of relief. Yeah, what are you talking? You're going to be in Russia not high? A black lesbian in Russia not high. I will say. The whole country hates you. Hopefully she's like a regular avid smoker. Yeah. Because if you don't smoke a lot, you occasionally still get paranoia. Yeah. And I can't imagine being like stoned and paranoid as yeah. Public enemy number one in Russia. You're gonna think you're in a Bond movie. Oh man! <laughs> like, God, the only thing worse is if she was Ukrainian. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the only thing going. And now that like the other thing is they're talking about trading her, which I think's hilarious. Yeah, like like she's so what a third round draft pick. Like what do they want back? Hey, here's the thing. Okay, let's look at the criminal record of Brittany Griner versus the person they're trading her for. His name's like fucking I don't know, it's like Alexander Osik or fucking something scary like that. Cool. Like I mean this. Yeah, like this yeah. dude's a fucking Russian former arms dealer, badass. He's like 27 and 0 in murder. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> He's like undefeated murderer, bro. Like this dude can get. For- you, a WNBA player? Yeah, he can get you a fucking AK faster than he can get you a, a, a fucking soup spoon. <laughs> this, dude, you know, this dude is resourceful, okay? He's made billions of however much money for Russia. Made a lot of money. And we're trading him for somebody that got arrested for a weed pen? Damn. Like, in the criminal world, she's undrafted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not drafted the dumb chick that couldn't hide a weed pen. <laughs> I'm drafting the dude that's 27-0 and 0 in murder. Did we counteroffer anything back? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. That's the last thing I saw was that we were trading. The, it, this dude has inspired a, mu- a movie. Like I think it was like God of War or something with John oh. Cusack. Yeah, like he inspired the movie. Holy That's how shit. how much of a badass this dude is. And we got him. And Brittany Griner goes and takes a weeping into Russia. Now this dude's gonna be back at it, but I can't wait. I want to see his sequel. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> it's called Thank You, Brittany. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be like their. Like Louisiana Purchase. Yeah. You know, where there's just like happenstance where someone was retarded and politics it's came be. to such a way where they're like, dude, we traded <laughs> the God of War back right? for a girl making less than an H&R Block employee. <laughs> like, dude, the, the, the first round draft. Pick oh, man, putting her WNBA salary out there makes it like, so real. It's like, it's like, man, that's a, she plays child support, too. Oh, <laughs> Boy. I know that's brutal, Bubba. They had her and her wife adopted a baby, and then they had. They, what does her wife do? She, was, I think, she was in the WNBA. I don't know if she is oh, anymore. Wow, okay, <laughs> she's probably sitting back collecting. Uh, I was going to say because most jobs that women have pay more than WNBA player, but former WNBA player pays less than current WNBA player. <laughs> Isn't that so sad? And actually, here's the sad thing: is she was making more money playing in Russia than she was in the WNBA. They probably sold more tickets there. Uh, so here's the sad thing about this. Russia cares more about women's sports than we do. I, I'm going to turn this patriotic. I think our women are better at sports than their men. Yeah. So I think that our WNBA athletes, because we have black people, are better than their male basketball players. So they're like, 
you know, we're tired of seeing. Well, games that's because in they're all white. To two, <laughs> they're all white. Bro. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, it's just like women's. A lot of layups. Yeah, fundamentals. This isn't the 1950s, <laughs> Bubba. The white but, kids ain't killing it anymore. But we got chicks that can dunk. I yeah, think Griner was one of the first that dunked. Uh, Griner and Candace Parker. I think that's the funniest thing, man. She played in the dumb NBA. Forty percent of the U.S. didn't know who the fuck she was mm-hmm. till she became a Russian prisoner. Yeah, it's literally the highlight of her career. That's awesome. She better get a good book deal out of this. She better, Bubba. Uh, they should just repurpose that hashtag Free Britney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just recycle that bad boy. Dude. I think we have. Yeah. And I think we recycled it. Oh, but there's going to be another Britney that's going to get in trouble, and we're going to have to free her. Brittany Griner's going to get forgotten about. Yeah. I bet it, there's going to be like a Gabby Petito with like a Britney that just gets murdered somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Hostage situation. Nation's oh. going to go on watch. We'll be at peace again. I can't wait. Dude, maybe this is the end of the, maybe this is the end of any conflict Russia's going to have with America for a while is this trade. Yeah. Sorry, Ukraine. Should have had a, should have had a great basketball team. Send, send them over there with a weed pen. Oh, man. See, I, I love, that's what, People don't give comedians enough credit, but we can solve all the world's problems. Absolutely. Yeah, so quickly. With a little bit of Delta 8, we can solve all the world's problems. Anything, man. <laughs> we just fixed the war in Ukraine. <laughs> I think. It's over, isn't it? I hope. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's not. But from what I've seen, like I don't want to get too political into this, but Russia's kind of underperformed in this, in this war. And here's the thing. Fuck Russia. Yeah. All right, I'll go out and say it. Putin, I'll fist fight you, Bubble. Let's go. All right? But, but. Did you joust him on a bear? Absolutely. No, I want, uh, he would ride Both a tiger. He would ride a tiger. You'd ride a tiger? I think he would ride a you tiger. Take a bear, then have your I, bear eat the fuck out of his tiger. Who do you think would, would win? Fuck up a tiger. Who, you think a bear would fuck up a tiger? For sure. I don't know, bro. Tigers are fucking crazy. I know, but bears. They're like the apex predator of the world. I think a tiger would fuck a bear up. All right, I'll ride a hippo. A hippo will fuck up everything. That's the deadliest animal. <laughs> Just because it's the biggest, it's no, the it most rotund. Force and it fucks shit up, dude. It's I think a tank. if I'm riding into battle, bub, I'm riding in on an elephant. All right. Oh, big tusks coming. Yeah. I got two. I got two big jousts right there. Ooh. You know what I mean? Pretty good. Like See, an Indian prince. Why don't we do war cool anymore? No one rides dope, decorated ass animals. They have fucking drones they sent from a strip mall. Here's the thing: so I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm pro Second Amendment. Like I, I love having guns. I shoot the shit out of them. But also, I think it'd be fun in a world where we don't have them. Yeah, you've got it, Mint Bubba. Like I've already started training swords a little bit just in case. <laughs> I want to be ahead of the curve. Okay. I want to be like Highlander in the new world. <laughs> I want to be able to fucking like chop a head off. <clears throat> Dude, I'm just going to get really good at VR shooting stuff. Cause I think we're all just going to end up, end up with robots, yeah. robot wars. They're going to matrix us in like the next couple decades. You think so? Yeah. Everybody's going to be, there's going to be no resources and there's going to be a big deal. Is it that bad for everybody? And they're like, Hey, Look, either we got 10 more years on this planet and it's going to be hot and everything's going to explode or 95% of the population gets to go into a matrix world and live virtually and 5% will work on maintenance and that'll rotate. Okay, Mike, let's pitch the matrix for a minute, all right? All right. I'm going to hook you up to a machine, Uh okay? But any drug that you want to do while you're under, 
you feel the chemical effects of it. Yeah. Any sex that you have while you're under, you feel it as if it's actual sex. Yeah. Everything you go Soul. through. <laughs> <laughs> no more. <laughs> it would take no more than that to sell the entire fucking world. Yeah. It's like, oh, sex and drugs? Whoa. I'm in. Well, well you hit the parts they've been missing. So <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I already know the colors are going to look good. Uh, <laughs> it would take nothing. That's the, we're already matrixed up with our phones. Yeah. We're plugged in. We're just not literally plugged in. It's a hypothetical plug. The Oculus people are, though. Yeah. You get in there. There's people building worlds. I saw, I, at first I thought, wow, that's really fucking cool. And then it gave me really bad heebie-jeebies. This guy that has, like, kind of a small, like, studio efficiency apartment. Uh, but it's in, like, a nice area for whatever shithole city he's in. He mapped it out to the last square inch of every knick-knack and bric-a-brac he has, where his TV and couch yeah. is, where his bed is, in VR. And then he made everything look super beautiful and futuristic. So he can walk around in VR and be in his apartment and sit on his couch, and it looks like he's on a big, nice couch. And then he hits his TV, and it's a huge movie screen. Like, he can walk over to his bed, and he's got beautiful stars above it, but he's just laying in his shitty little bed. But he made everything look Super fucking nice. Yeah. And I think it's enough that you could visually trick yourself. Into thinking that it's real. Things are a little bit better. And then it's like, oh, man, you got no reason to improve on that. Now Mm. you're just happy with your terrible efficiency. Like, if you make the ceiling that much more accessible, then, like, why ever break through? Yeah. I like to think about VR strip clubs. Yeah. Uh, Because that's gone. That's definitely. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be wild. It is. Uh, have you seen? There's like, uh, I think there's videos of people doing it, but it's them in the, like th- this world, not in that world. And they're not taking anything off. They're just doing all the motions and dropping it off. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's great. Dude. There's going to be like 40-year-old men well, working as strippers in the metaverse. Well, that's the thing that's real fucked is with all, how good deep faking is get. Yeah. There's, you're not even going to be looking at real people anymore. It's just going to be a fucking amalgamation robot, and it's going to be like if you pay an extra, but it's Scarlett Johansson or whatever. Put her skin on anything. You just make that her. You make it anyone because you can deep fake anything. Damn. And then, ah, man, now I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to deep fake you. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you in VR, Bubba. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to titty fuck you. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, dude, I'm going to do dirty things. Oh, no. Dirty things. I'm going to put burritos on the bed and fuck you on a bed of them. I've always wanted to be, you know, the sexy sushi girls. I want to be a sexy sushi girl and have them put sushi out and then rich businessmen eat sushi off of me. But I have, like, you know, like a belly button full of soy sauce. That is a very, very, very unique. And then just now <laughs> that I'm like, hey, can I have one of those? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I want them to feed it to you. Yeah, They're like, take the chopsticks, dip yeah. it in your belly button, and shove it in your mouth. I'm in. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> Sorry, what are you? What were we talking? About? <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I was going to be a sexy sushi girl. God, metaverse trailer parks are going to be fun. Here's the here's my other thing. Okay, oh, I want to talk about this real quick. Yeah. Okay, so I've got a friend that just got a tiny home, and then they moved okay. into a tiny home community. Uh huh. With rows of tiny homes, mm-hmm. each tiny home has a lot number. They pay a lot fee. Hmm. Okay, the difference is they all have cappuccino machines. 
only thing separating it from a trailer park, okay? It's, it's literally it's literally a libertarian trailer park. It, it it blows my mind. And they're like, no, it's not a trailer park. And I'm like, come on. Okay, if your house can be stolen, it's a trailer park. You know what I mean? It's not a trailer park. It's a Lego village. It's that's, a, <laughs> that's fucking just tiny homes. It's just little bitty things. It's, it's like, you know what makes me better than a trailer? I have a loft. Yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> it still it has it has wheels, a trailer hitch, and less than three hundred square feet. <laughs> you, that's a trailer. And they're like, "Oh, I'm making the choice to do this." I'm like, "No, you're poor. <laughs> it's it's okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. Well, I'll try to make it. <laughs> My car costs more than the house I grew up in, and I drive a Volkswagen Tiguan. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's not like I'm fucking killing it, Bob. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not riding out there in an Audi. A Tiguan's still pretty awesome. Yeah, but it, it's. <laughs> but <laughs> I lived. But when you when you live in something that's the same price as that, you know what I mean? I, I didn't fucking renovate a shipping container. Yeah. I lived in the shipping container. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. So I've I've been to a couple of trailers. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time was in Lubbock with a buddy of mine. We Lubbock's to, a trailer place for sure. We went to go visit his friend who had just converted his single wide into a double wide. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> Did he just push two trailers together? Correct. Fuck, I love it. And, and I, I thought that's how you made a mansion. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you just kept pushing trailers together until the house was big enough for you to call it a mansion. <laughs> I really thought, I thought that's how you did it. Dude, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I did not grow up. So, I'm, my dad started to get very wealthy around the time I was 9, 10, 11, and then we lived in really nice houses during a lot of my formative years. Yeah. So this is when I'm 20, and I've only ever lived in mansions, pretty much. And I'm just Wait. starting to have to, like, be broke on my own and figure things out. And so we go out to visit this guy, and the dude is talking about adding the second trailer. Did you just skip over I've only lived in mansions so far? Well, at that point in my life, yeah. That, that's not... <laughs> You know what I mean? That's not like a typical thing somebody says to me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you you got to expand on that just for, for my sake. Oh, no, fair, fair. I, I gloss over it. I forget that it's crazy. Uh, my dad, when my parents got divorced, he like quit drinking, got his shit together, got a job at like a shoe store, and then got his law license back, started practicing at this firm, made partner. And that from the time I was like three to ten, he was like working his way back up. And then he started his own law practice doing, uh, like, tax law for low-income housing developments. Yeah. And working with, like, all the – they're called chodos. Yeah. And so, like, he's working with all these people to make – so these super luxury apartment complexes could be tax-exempt okay. by having a Section 8 part. So he's just making buku bucks. And we moved to South Lake, which is, like, a very wealthy area in North Texas – uh, into like a 5,600-square-foot house that was modeled after Terra from Gone with the Wind with the big columns, and then my dad installs a flagpole. My first car was a Jaguar. It was modeled after a plantation? <laughs> my family owned <laughs> plantations a few, like, gener- we had, like, slaves and stuff a few generations back. But You son of a bitch. I know. So, like, I grew up knowing that about my family, and it was like, Man, that sucks. And I remembered something happening when I was like nine ish. Yeah. Where my dad paid a lot of money and did something in like the black part of Dallas. Yeah. 
And then I found out later, so he made a huge donation on behalf of the family to, like, an educational thing in Dallas uh, as, like, a form of reparations. When he started making good money, he was like, hey, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And then we went to a museum that has one of our family's homes in it, in Dallas. Uh, and we learned that, like, my great-great-great-grandpa was super into education so all of his daughters and all of his slaves had, like, the equivalent of a high school education because he paid for a tutor to teach all of them. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, super cool to them. And, I mean, like, they were still slaves. It's kind of a bummer. But, like, uh, it just, like, it flipped it all in my head. I was like, oh, that's – I mean, he was trying. You know, he was – they had slaves as, like, a product of, like, the economics of the time. Yeah. Like, they weren't, like, a super woke, like, you know, Here's carpetbagger. Here's the thing, Mike. <laughs> I'm from – Middle of nowhere, North Carolina. Yeah. Okay, born like Southern Virginia. Yeah, I'm terrified to look <laughs> because I know. Yeah, I'm from from Yanceyville. You know about Yanceyville? Holy shit! Whoa, he's like one of twenty people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bubba. I, my average household income in Yanceyville is a used Kia. It's it's fucking <laughs> yeah, and some oxycodone. It's poor as fuck where I'm from. You know. Is that Damn. Mountain Dew Country? Mountain Dew Country? Yeah. That's where they butt chug Mountain Dew, yeah. Bubba. Um, I didn't know that was a whiskey mixer. Uh, <laughs> people from that part of the world. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's crazy where I'm from. I went back not too long ago and uh, I went to the same like general stores. The only store around is called Walker's Grocery. Mm-hmm. And it was literally the only store around for, I would say, 15 miles, mm-hmm. if not a little bit more. Um, I, took, uh, I took my girl in there and the floor's missing. Half the floor is missing. I walk in and the dude's like, I remember you. <laughs> I don't look nothing like I used to look. And he's like, Indian dude. And he's like, even in the middle of fucking nowhere. I remember when the Indian dude bought it back in the 90s, Bubba. I remember it. I remember when it happened. They lived above the store. And his kids were like my age. But, um, yeah, so he had been there the whole fucking time. And he's like, I remember you. You fucking Tammy's boy. And I was like, yeah, I'm Tammy's Holy kid. Shit. And he goes, yeah, your mommy's coming here all the time for cigarettes. And I'm like, that's her. <laughs> that's wild. That's her. Holy shit. Yeah, he remembered the brand of cigarettes she smoked. God. That's how a little happened. Yeah. And the time that I left to the time that I came back, like a 10-year span. He remembered your mom's cigarettes. That's wild. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, it's, it's just desolate out there. And um, I lived on a tobacco farm for, for Whoa. eight Right at eight years. I've been to Tobaccoville, Virginia. Yeah. It's a city. Yeah, I worked on a tobacco farm for like eight years. Wow. Yeah, I, was, I spent more time with Mexican immigrants than really? I, did, I did white folks. Yeah, because we were in the fields you together all the time. I speak, I speak, I can get around Mexico Spanish. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you don't spend I, a lot I know of time it, around people without speaking at least like a little bit. Yeah. Like, the first things they taught me was like Pinocha. Yeah, you know, of course. That Joe kind of shit, like how to ask for a gun. Yeah. You know, like Huerta, uh, like Rapa Rocket and shit, No Se Pistola. Like they would, all that shit. Like they would break me down, like don't, how not to get killed in Juarez. Yeah. So for that, I'm appreciative. Yeah, that's dope. But yeah, I mean, dude, they were dope. We all, like, I've talked about it on stage, but we all hated my stepdad. <laughs> Every fucking one of us. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like one of them when it came to that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He would come out and say something the and they'd be like, guys, dude, they'd be like, you. fuck that pendejo. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> he would he really would beat the shit out of me sometimes and uh I would go to work and uh they would like feel bad and so they would bring beer to me and set it on my windowsill. Nice. And like took like 
best care they could take of me. For, but that's so nice. It was two Budweiser heavies. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Dude, Bud heavy. Oh. Thank you, God. I, I got really into, like, shotgunning beers in college. Yeah. And I remember someone described uh, shotgunning a Bud Heavy as, like, shotgunning a turkey sandwich. Oh, it is. And I never got that visual out of my head. And it's, it really is. It's just so yeasty. It's a yeasty boy. Somebody tried to convince me the other day that Jason Momoa drinks Guinness. No. Look at that man. No. That's not a Guinness body. No, he drinks... Like one Cosmo a week, one cos. I think I would think he would like get drink something like 180 proof, just one shot, do it in. You know what I mean? Like Everclear. Ever, yeah, that's the first thing I ever drank. Uh, like really drank. It was on my 18th birthday, and my mom bought it for me because she's a bitch, <laughs> and she mixed it with Hawaiian Punch and fucking pineapples, and poured half the bottle of Everclear in there, and bubble. I threw up on her <laughs> her brand new couch that was paid for by like her fourth boyfriend. Yeah, and uh, I, as I was throwing up, I was singing "Happy Birthday" to myself. Oh, I love it! And then I, <laughs> I love it. And then I woke up covered God in damn. vomit and went outside and threw firecrackers at cop cars. <laughs> Ran away and got stuck in a ditch. <laughs> Bubba, Everclear is some Happy 18th Birthday. Ha- You're ma- a man now. Have you had moonshine? Yeah. Yeah, I love moonshine. Dude, apple pie moonshine. Is the best thing ever made. Peach brandy is up there with white lightning, but apple pie is, it's apple pie is great. fucking bonkers that they make it where, even though it burns, because yeah. that's, that's one of the things that I always, when I meet like real manly men or like cool rich dudes, they generally have like a nice whiskey. Mm-hmm. They're like, would you like some of this Johnny Walker Blue? Yeah, or they they're like I have some Lagavulin. Like I don't like Scotch. Like Pete's not a flavor for me. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. those, especially like the really nice barrel aged stuff. And, yeah, and all of those things that are expensive, it burns too much for me to enjoy it. Like I like sugary, girly, daiquiri type drinks. Yeah, you know? so I upset people about that, but uh, I moonshine. It I can do that all day. Oh, dude. So. I can't do it all day, <laughs> but I think the most fucked up I've ever been is off eating peaches. I had a peach brandy. Yeah. Bubba, that is the most fucked up I've ever been in my life. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I sweated something like, I think it was like gummy and white. You know what I mean? Like it didn't make any sense how fucked up I was. I was hallucinating. Yeah. You know, if you know that scene in Billy Madison, like where he's drunk enough to see the penguin, mm-hmm. that's only possible off moonshine. <laughs> I don't believe it's possible off anything else. But if you drink enough fucking shine bubble, you will see a giant penguin. <laughs> you will see some crazy shit, man. Um, I remember that. You, do you ever see like, I don't know if you like grew up like hillbilly kind of like I did, but it was like, no, uh, there was a video. <laughs> There was a, yeah, you lived in mansions. No, did you hear the part about Tara? My <laughs> house was modeled after Tara earlier. I, my dad wasn't just banging a waitress named Tara. You know? Oh, <laughs> man. God damn. <laughs> I didn't pick it. I was real cocky about it for a long time, and then I was humbled by having to be, like, a real person. Yeah. Pay my own bills for the first time and, like, realizing, how, like, how much, like, I had, all my first jobs were jobs for fun. Yeah. So all my bills were paid for, and I had a credit card to use for gas and at meals and whatever. So I never had to worry about money. So all of my money I earned was just fun money. So I went to work. Like if I wanted to leave early, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I, I made $20 a day. Who cares? And then when $20 is all you make for the day, you're like, 
oh, I'm fucked. You know, so like, yeah, I I went back down, but my but first I didn't grow up hillbilly. My first job without to. I got to talk about this real quick. Was with a dude named Richard Miles from Miles Detailing, uh-huh. and his nickname on the street was Seaweed. Okay. And I found out later after I worked with him, it's because legendarily he had delivered to his house a dump truck full of weed, and so, <laughs> and, so and so whenever ever they saw him, it was a Seaweed. Yeah. Because when you see him, you see weed. Yeah. Because he always had weed, no matter what. That's awesome. So his name was Seaweed, and I washed cars with him out of the back of a fucking broke, like, piece of shit van. <laughs> I, wa- that was, I was like 13 years old. Whoa. I was out there fucking Mr. Miyagi and on some cars with, with a black dude that was constantly smoking weed. That rules. That was my first job, and then tobacco, but yeah. Damn. That's but, a pretty cool first job, though. Till he fired me. For what? I, I, apparently, I, he, I think he said... I think he said it didn't fit the budget. Nice. I think that, yeah, it is sad when you get hit by a country fucking mobile washing truck bubble uh, budget cuts. Dude, that's you got laid <laughs> off. You, I get, got, you get fired, you got laid off due got, to budget cuts. I got laid off at 13 years from old. Seaweed's mobile car wash. <laughs> yeah. Who legendarily <laughs> had been delivered a dump truck full of weed. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, that was just, that was life, man. My mama yeah. was white, like... She says she wasn't white trash. She'd be the type that you wouldn't think she was, but 100 fucking percent. Mm-hmm. And we lived in trailers forever. Mm-hmm. And even when it was on land, it was still a fucking trailer. Well, and you also said a sentence earlier, couch paid for by her fourth boyfriend. Oh, Bubba. That's, you know. She met, to, to put my mom into perspective. And no she disrespect met, at all. No disrespect. No disrespect to Tammy. I yeah. love you. Um, Absolutely. We love you, Tammy. <laughs> She met her fourth husband at the Myrtle Beach in Myrtle Beach um, at the Beach Wagon Club on Kings Highway um, at two o'clock in the morning, um, trashed out of her fucking mind. And I tried to put her in the car for 25 minutes. (laughs) And I mean, literally, it was like trying to put a cat in a bathtub. (laughs) She was scratching her way out saying, I want to go with him. And the dude was a train conductor in West Virginia. And ended up being her fourth husband. Um, but I called her. I, I called her, wrangled her up, and threw her in the back of the car. And then we made our way over to Denny's. <laughs> right down the street, yeah. I went over to Denny's. And uh, I made the mistake of going to the bathroom. Oh. And my mama had perm hair. So <laughs> she was yeah. short. She's like 5'4". But over the partitions at Denny's, when I'm coming out of the bathroom, all you could see, Bubba, was that perm bouncing its way all the way out of the Denny's. And I'm standing by the table. I'm like, Mama. And she just keeps on fucking moving. Drunk as shit, Bubba. Oh, man. Like, before the night. Love finds a way. Before the night, like, before I picked her up at 2 a.m., she sent me a text. And keep in mind, this is my mother. Mm -hmm. This isn't my homie. She sent me a text that said, uh, that said, Pick me up at uh, two at the beach wagon, dot, 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 maybe. That was the text from my mama. Okay, so I'm at the Denny's. I'm coming out. <laughs> I might get some dicks, so we'll see. We have, we have ordered, okay? I have zero money in my pocket. My mama has 86'd out the motherfucking building. So I have to make my way out of this Denny's. Without being seen, right as I get to the door, big black woman that was serving us, sugar, you ain't gonna do it. And I was back to the door. She said, "You ain't go, you ain't, 
And I took all fucking running, Bubba. I took off. And I mean, skated. I didn't see my mama for three fucking days, okay? This bitch disappeared. Um, we got kicked out of the hotel we were in because we had stayed overstayed. I couldn't find my mama. Um, by the way, this vacation is being paid for by one of her boyfriends, Dwight. And we're there with his friends. My mama doesn't give a fuck. First thing she does is meet up with the dude that she cuckolded her previous husband with and then takes off with him, meets this other dude at the beach wagon and fucking 86s, okay? The cuckold wow. thing's another story. I'll tell you that later. God damn. Okay. This is awesome. So I, have, I couldn't find her. We check out. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I almost got arrested. Also another story. I, so I, I'm walking the beach because my mom, she is a tanner. My mom tans, and she was like one of those one of the people. I used to have to convince my mom that she, the people that my mom wasn't Mexican. We had a two bedroom trailer. Me and my brother slept in the living room because the tanning bed had its own fucking room. All right, it would flex on us from in there. It'd be like, you know what I mean? I keep her toasted, bitch. It was like that. But so I knew if I'm gonna find her, <laughs> this is so fun. It just keeps going. I knew if I'm gonna find her, that it's gonna be on the beach. So I just start walking the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm walking the beach, and sure enough, Bubba, I walk right outside this fucking thing, right up in North Myrtle. This is a resort, and there she is, laid out there, fucking straps down, Zima in her hand, dude next to her, fucking worshiping her God, Bubba. And I walk up to her, and I'm like, Mama? And she goes, I've been looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, from the lawn chair <laughs> outside this golf resort with the Zima in your hand. I was like, listen, Sherlock, I've been looking for you too. I'm glad we found each other. And she looked over at Craig and uh, the du- excuse me, sorry, I didn't mean to say his name, but I said it. Sorry, well, she divorced him, so yeah. it does. You know, sorry, man. You weren't a horrible stepdad. Um, <laughs> um, she, uh, yeah, so she's like, get him a room. And he goes, okay. And just like that, I had lodging. And my mama's vagina could unlock doors for me. So we, we stayed there for another night, and then we went back, and she fell in love with this dude. And, uh, the train she, conductor. The train conductor. Yes. Who ended up with four fingers. Um unrelated incident um Whoa. so we ended up we moved up to to west virginia is this like a hobo ballad no <laughs> is there gonna be a guy with a knapsack on a stick that comes in at some point but this, this is awesome but we moved up to west virginia and uh yeah we lived uh went to three high schools my senior year in three different states whoa because of mama my mama's vagina Crazy. goes yeah. on tour damn yeah man it was it was wild and no disrespect to you, Mama. You lived your life. No, she crushed it, dude. You got it in. She that, got it in. I mean, that's that's awesome. I've almost had to shoot people for her. Yeah, she was dating a freebaser named Willie Turner. He just got out of prison. He lived next door. He was like a six foot four, two hundred and sixty pound black dude. Uh-huh. You can look it up. Me and Adam Lucky was just talking about this on the road. His son, Kyle Petit's one of the scariest people I ever met in my life. Um, he's probably the most famous person from my from from Yanceyville. And that's because you can Google him and his rest his rest record shows up of all the shit that he's done. That's this man's cool. this man's got a decorated career in the criminal world. But yeah, his his dad got out of prison and my mom hooked up with him. She wouldn't admit it. 
she was hooking up with him, mm-hmm. and she's shacking up with Willie. And uh, <laughs> straight up, she was in bed with another dude, and then he got mad, and, and he knocked on the door. And this man was like, he went to Dan, he went to Danville work for him in Virginia, so he just got stronger. Yeah. You know what I mean? This man was bench pressing Buicks. Yeah. So when he knocked on my door, it didn't take much to turn that motherfucker into splinters. Yeah. It took two knots, and that door said, fuck it. Yeah. Door said, I'm not doing this no more. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I ain't standing up to Mr. Willie Turner. Mm -hmm. So he hit the the thing. It splintered. He came in, and I I pulled the gun, you know, and he's like, you going to shoot me? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) It won't work. (laughs) Probably not. It's a twenty-two. You know what I mean? This is going to piss you off. I was like, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you real nicely. I was like, would you mind? And he goes, no, I don't mind. He goes, I'm violating my parole anyway. Dude, that guy rules. So he turns around and left. And I think eventually he ended up back in prison. Oh, but yeah, my mom. The See, thing is, the guy with the weed pen. I would have traded him for that Russian dude. I would have traded. Yeah, you trade Willie for the Russian dude for sure. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's a decorated criminal. That's a good fight too. Yep, I want to watch that. But yeah, that's Yanceyville, man. It's it's hood. It's country. It's fucking wild. It don't make no sense what it is. And that's like I've seen North Carolina. Yes, yeah, and that's like the northern part of North Carolina. It's it's in Caswell County, and Caswell County is just it's it's, it's a poor county. You know, there's a lot of nice people there, a lot of good, you know, yeah. God-fearing people, but it's just a poor place, man. And that poor place breeds poor sort of circumstances, which breeds a lot of funny shit. Yeah, it does. A lot of funny shit. Damn. I mean, I know a dude that dated a, ch- uh, a dude's mom that he went to school with, and, like, he was a dude's stepdad that was the same age as him. Yes. You know, they had a kid so, together. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's so awesome that someone was like, dude, I'm going to fuck your mom. And then he did. He did. And then married her. And then her. married her. Yeah. <laughs> you can call me daddy now, yeah. Tyler. Yeah, it was probably over <laughs> an argument. He's like, I'll be your stepdaddy in a week. And he goes, the fuck you will. <laughs> he says, bet. <laughs> Wanda. <laughs> you know how you was looking at me pretty? <laughs> you know how you looking at me pretty last 4th of July? <laughs> Girl, I got a Percocet script and a whole rack of Smirnoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out to Heiko and get it in. Dude, that's fucking. Yep. Dude, that's. Yep. You know, we got somebody in the studio that knows where I grew up. It's crazy. This is this is the best thing that could have happened to me because he gets all the references. That's awesome. Yeah, work for him. That's where I grew up, man. Yeah. Dude, that's wild. I had some. So I went to school in very rural Virginia. Okay. Uh, Where Farmville. Up? Okay, yeah, I know where that's at. Sydney. Yeah. Uh, and so the, uh, most of the school was from Virginia, but they were all from money. But they had, like, the required, like, couple, like, uh, low-income students that they bring in. And we had one from North Carolina, and his name was Willie. And Willie had, on the first day I met him, he had a tub of dip. I'd never seen that before. I'd only ever seen it come in a can. And he had a... He bought his dip at Costco. He had a tub, and then he had, like, a reloadable can. Yeah. And this motherfucker had a horseshoe in and was just drinking, like, a big Arizona sweet tea through it. And, like, that was just him. And all the... And then I met another dude from Ripley, West Virginia. Ridley, West Virginia. Okay. He was nice. I've been through West Virginia, Bubba. That's that's a place. It, it shouldn't be. Yeah. It really shouldn't. I mean, Beckley... It's pretty bad. I went to a service station there, and they had 70, they advertised it, 72 different types of pickled edibles. 
So you could get pickled pig's feet, pickled hog jaw. You could get pickled bacon, pickled eggs. You could get pickled chicken foot, pickled chicken jaw. You get pickled chicken beak, pickled chicken, everything, Bubba. No. Everything. <laughs> I don't want to get any of those things then, you said. Them big country boys would come through there and fucking. supposed to eat. Pig snout, yeah. Why? Pickled everything. Why would you eat that? Because you can. As someone that loves food, <laughs> that feels like I an think, affront. I don't know, Bob. I think if you're 300 milligrams of Delta 8 yeah. uh, deep, then you would look at pickled food a little bit differently. I, so I would not look at a pickled uh, pig snout and think anything other than, Ah, because you can see the little holes in where the snow I'm goes. more likely to eat it drunk than I am high. Correct. Yeah, because if I'm wasted, I'll eat just about damn near anything. Yeah. Oh, man. The the most adventurous food things. I will say uh, acid is another one. Yeah. One time I was at a, a house party in Denton. We're all smoking weed, and about nine of us took some acid. And then one dude had ordered pizza from Papa John's, and they had that garlic butter dipping sauce. And he took a spoonful of peanut butter and stuck it in that garlic butter dipping sauce. And then he made noises that I can only describe as he, it was a sexual experience for him. Yeah. And I thought he was being funny. Like to make, Cause it did, it did make me laugh really hard. And he was like, that's the best thing I've ever tasted. And then one by one, we were all like, I'm not, there's no way he's fucking with us. Cause it tasted so bad. He wants to ruin our mouth too. And he'd try it. And the next person would have the same experience. And we all try, and that night it tasted unbelievable and then i a couple days later i was like i wonder and i got something i did it's awful it's heinous it's upsetting it's nothing complimentary it's painful (laughs) put that in your face but i remember distinctly that being wonderful so i think that is how i would have to try pig snout during acid-induced mass delusion where we all thought it tasted good because there's no way pickled pig snout is good i've eaten all kinds of shit in the country man what's the weirdest thing you've eaten I mean, I don't, it'd be weird to other people, but to me it wasn't. I think uh, squirrel gravy. Is, I've had squirrel. Yeah, but I mean, squirrel gravy was something we made regularly. So what, to make that, you just cook up some squirrel in a pan, then use the grease. Use the grease. Some flour. Yeah, flour, and, salt, and pepper. Yeah. A lot of salt, but yeah. I mean, it's I great. that would probably be the best way to eat squirrel. It's good. It's, it's not like discernibly squirrel that it's, way. It's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did all kinds of shit. Uh, I've had possum before. Okay, I've I have not had possum. There's an old country song uh-huh. that they used to sing, like in the, like deep in the fucking sticks, man. It was like I got ten pounds of possum in my head last night. It's like we gonna get that possum gravy, but we're gonna do it right. I got ten pounds of possum in my head, like, and it goes like my children are starving, my wife needs a coat, so I've got ten pounds of possum in my headlights tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's resourceful. You're living off the land. You're eating possums, but fuck. Oh, my love Hicks, man. They're also, some of the things that they do are just fucking wonderful. It's great. And it's not a horrible way of life, man. No. Four-wheel drives, four-wheelers, and fucking hunting. Seems pretty great. Uh, Not for me. I'm not getting up at the butt crack of the fucking morning. No. Ain't happening. I hated doing that shit in the military. I don't do mornings, and I don't do lots of manual labor. And also, I am a city boy. So when I go at, like, hunting, when I've been hunting, I don't mind shooting at the animals. But when yeah. it comes to cleaning it, it could gross. Ew, blood. That part? Ah. The, the meat processing, <laughs> none of that part bothers me. i tell you what I don't like, and this is the most feminine thing about me, 
I don't like to touch fish. That's fine, dude. I get it. I hate touching fish, man. I use a whole half a roll of paper towels to kill a spider. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to feel any of that shit, dog. <laughs> Textures are fucked up. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. Like, just the scales? The scales. Yeah. It, it, thinking about it, especially catfish. I don't oh, like to, yeah. like, because the sliminess. But, like, I went fishing up in uh, up in Dallas. I went to the lake, uh, the Cedar Creek Reservoir. Okay. Or whatever the fuck it was. Um, dude, the water was hot. So when you caught fish, you used to keep pulling the fish out of the, you know, the, the water. They're like, cool. I pulled the fish out of the water. It was like half smoked. This thing was like hot to the touch. And I'm like, Whoa. man, that don't feel right. Yeah. I ripped that heck out and threw it back, man. Oh, like a dragon. Like a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, let's cut to a worm report real quick. Okay. And then we'll be right back. Worm report! And the worm must go on. <laughs> and it seems to me like you lived your life like a candle in the mud. <laughs> Never fading when the sudden light met you dry up on the sidewalk. Hey, welcome to the Worm Report <laughs> with Casey Rocket. Happy to be here. Up first, a worm haiku. Muddy, muddy worm slut living in my ass. Who gave you access to this life of excess? Huh. Makes you think, doesn't it? All right, up first, the, up first, the Tiananmen Square Massacre. Uh, <laughs> how many, if any, worms were responsible for the Chinese Communist Party killing a bunch of students during the, 18, uh, the 1989 protest? We all know the famous Tiananmen Square picture. A, a man with suitcase standing in front of tank. And uh, many people think he was protesting, but he was actually putting a worm in the cannon. And uh, they, they, the dude running the tank was like, oh, gross, 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 gross. And he fired the cannon to kill the worm and whoopee daisy fucking like 30 kids died sorry hate to see it happen couldn't happen to a nicer guy up next what to do if your young son starts asking about worm so all right let's do a little role play here let's pretend this little piece of shit is my son and he walks into my bedroom really late at night when i've had a couple of drinks of whiskey and i'm very groggy in this situation and in, all right so i'll play the boy yeah that'll well He'll be the boy and I'll be me. That'll be better. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So he goes, hey, dad. All right. I don't like that voice. He goes, hey, dad, why do worm live in mud and not in cloud? And here's a good response. <clears throat> if you don't get in your fucking room and do your fucking social studies homework, I'm going to have a fucking panic attack and if daddy has a panic attack daddy's gonna need a xanax and if daddy needs a xanax he's gonna have to have a glassy glassy of whiskey to go with it and if daddy starts drinking whiskey he's gonna need an eight ball from his friend Shitleg steve and if daddy doesn't eight ball mommy's not gonna let you see daddy is he you little fucking twerp now notice how he shut the fuck up almost immediately <laughs> This is a good strategy if your son's a total piece of shit and he's always running that gab of his at all hours of the day and somehow he picked a lock on his room even though you have two padlocks on his bitch ass. And here's a good tactic to use. Grab him by the... 
grab by the nape of the neck. Just give him an upper bonk right on the schnooze. Bonk. Right there. You want to stun him. You don't want to kill him. <laughs> you want to stun him and make his schnooze will go crazy. Up next, worm fashion. <laughs> up, up next, worm fashion. How do we make top hats small enough to fit on worm's head? The answer, it's not always as easy as it seems. Up next, worm tear. Worm terrors. Do worms dream of muddy sheep? So, for many years, scientists have wondered what worm dream. And actually, they don't fucking dream at all. They're so dumb. Their brains are so small and bad. Worm have bad brain. They're so bad. <laughs> Happy worm. Keep it safe. Today. <laughs> Thanks for having me. That was fucking amazing. Thank you. And that was the worm report. Casey's fucking... Just my favorite. Dude. I love Casey. I could watch him and his son talk all day. That, oh, his, his, his baby? Son. Yeah, he's he's terrifying to look at. Did you catch a glimpse of his face? Yeah. The nightmare. I love the Cracker Barrel shirt. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, I know. It you makes you hide stuff in Cracker Barrel? I hide stickers. Yeah. Cracker Barrel, don't take them down. All right? I don't think they will. I leave them in bathrooms. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I go hide them in. I've been doing it for a while. Just like the ones that I think Cracker Barrel people will relate to. Yeah. I've got a sticker that says, my safe space is a Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll put that in there. Yeah, they're going to love that. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, this uh, past Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, I, so you know the Nether Hour guys? Yeah, yeah. Stevens, all them. I think I saw some pictures of what you're about to tell me. With yes. the leaf blower? Yeah, so Connor Stevens had a music video. Yeah, that he was filming for his song "Broken Cigarette," which is a fucking great song, uh, and he was playing it with his band, The Country Worms, uh-huh. which is Brad Bentley from Cowboy Diplomacy, okay, and Bobby Flacco from Nether Hour, okay, and then Bishop was also there, and then Julio was on the drums, and they basically did like a Project X style party at Brad's house, so they invited I don't know it had to be two hundred people over to this house, so there's a lady outside and she's on stilts with a flaming hula hoop. And she's doing stunts and spinning the hoop around, and then it drops and goes around her stilts, and she falls, and like so that's amazing. Yeah, you know that's great. And then she she gets back up and to like regain her power, she just eats the fire off the hula hoop. Like, that's pretty cool. And then there are like five or six girls that are all spinning fire, and then uh, a couple of guys and I, a dude that I've only known in like. Uh, just seen him at festivals, always on just a bunch of drugs, and just thought he was an eccentric friend of mine. He's spinning fire, like, really well. I was like, he fucking does fire spinning? Like, what? So they're all spinning fire, and then Brad uh, is shooting off a bow and arrow, and he's made exploding arrows with a firework on the end. So he's shooting them up into the air, and then they're exploding and going down over the river. And so then someone's trying to flashlight. It's like the cops coming. So we all go inside, and then they play the song. And while they're playing a song, Bercy... Nether Hour dresses in a full ghillie suit and takes a leaf blower and puts a pound of Delta 8 into it, lights that shit on fire, and then fills the room with smoke. But they, so all of this has been kind of haphazard and there's been like just different times where everything's happening. There's a dude there that's always at Latchkey doing tattoos. So he was doing Nether Hour tattoos for the video. So I'm getting the Nether Hour smiley face done sitting on this fucking tattoo sh- like bed and then. Bursey walks in with a ghillie suit, just smogging the place up. So I have a video of it, but the room goes from, like, full of people to, like, you can barely see through it to, like, 30 seconds later. You can barely see the tattoo artist that's sitting closer than you and I right now. And we had to pause for a minute 
so that the smoke would clear enough so he could see to keep doing the tattoo. Jesus. So that's wild. And then uh, the best part of the night is Eli uh, gets up on the roof and then he he's in like a crazy hat and like just some shorts mm-hmm. and he's like screaming and flexing and holding Roman candles, lights them off and then shoots them at Brad who is swinging a baseball bat trying to hit them. And all these are shooting over 150 people that are just standing outside. And then there's you know, fire spinners and like an acrobatic dancer in the background while this is all going on. And she's like, what the fuck? Jesus. Yeah. So that was a wild. And then the absolute best part is the cops get called, obviously several times. And finally they come and Brad goes, he puts on like this huge white robe and he's got on a, like a straw hat, and he's had like a huge backwoods blunt in his mouth all night. Yeah. He sets his blunt down, walks out, and talks to the police for two minutes, and walks back. And he goes, "Hey, thank you everyone for coming. Party's over. Please go." And then the police were like, "Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Thanks for you know bringing showbiz and stuff to this town." So the police came, shut the party down, and then thanked us for being nice. Brad just used he used cowboy diplomacy, made everything better, and then we just had like. This super fun, just chill hangout at his place. But Damn. What a fucking night. <sighs> the leaf blower, when I saw that, I just like, man, I was in the wrong place. Yeah. I was in a hotel room with Big J Okerson while he was getting tattooed. You yeah. know? <laughs> we were watching pedophile catch videos. I could have been, <laughs> uh, which by the way. Yeah? Oh, uh, grassroots pedophile catch videos, like the ones the YouTubers. Oh. Oh, man. Dude, there's a bunch of. I, I actually met. I actually met one of the guys. Um, his, I don't want to say his real name, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think of what the name he, he goes by. Gordon Flowers. Okay. So he goes by on YouTube, and dude, I mean, they catch some weirdos. So the funniest like, one, the and- one you would love the most, okay. is uh, one about a dude named Jamie. Okay. And it's the mom. She's sitting in there while they're reading all this stuff about her son, saying all this stuff to like an eight-year-old girl. Oh, that's And one of the things, he he looks at the Jamie, the guy, and he goes, did you say that you wanted to massage her breasts? And she goes, they don't have breasts at that age, Jamie. (laughs) It's that. Oh, man. And the whole time, every time he says something, she's just laughing. She goes, Jamie. Jamie, the whole time. Holy shit! It is one of the greatest, greatest catches. And the other guy I liked, he got canceled. So, so do they? What do they beat him up, or do they? No, they don't beat him up. They, they call. They'll call them? the cops. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll alert all this stuff to the authorities. Sometimes the cops will do something. Sometimes they won't. Whoa. Um, I think that guy actually is in jail now. Uh, but there's there's a couple man. Like uh, there was one he got canceled, but it was Ob Nation, and he made somebody jump into the Hudson. Like he would like publicly humiliate people he would like make them crack eggs over their heads and do all this stuff and some of it like it was you know what i mean like from what i understand i'm not in the gay community all you know i I got a toe in as far as friendships yeah not fully dick in you know what i mean um but he was catching guys that were going after like 15 16 year old boys and i understand that's completely wrong but also i understand having a lot of friends that are gay it's also kind of like 
a little bit more normal in the gay community just because uh, you're having trouble finding people to relate to that's, you know, around your age. And so you find well, guys... I remember being a 16-year-old boy and being horny for anything I could put my dick in. So if there's a... Tw- if I'm a gay 16-year-old boy and there's a 24-year-old dude I think hot, yeah, I'm going to fucking go for that. And I'm, it's not like you're... I, I mean, but I get, like, the arguments that people make. Absolutely. Is it wrong? Is it illegal? Absolutely. Yeah. But it's still something that happens. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not completely uncommon. Um... So you think he was being more predatory in that way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I still like the idea of catching pedophiles. That's I do very too. Funny. I would love to do it. See, I, I like all the, and this is probably a terrible thing to say, but what I really like is all of the revenge videos of like, you know, the pedophiles going to court and the like. There's the one of the dad and he's at the phone. Yeah. And then he just turns around, bop, just kills him. That's fucking dope, dude. That is great. I love that. Like just the justice side of it. I love getting. Oh, you gotta love. You gotta love those stories when somebody's hurting the kid and the parent comes in, beats him unconscious. Yeah, those stories. They're few and far between. But they're good, man. But they're good. That is justice porn, dude. Oh man, justice porn. I think that's what Batman watches. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. No, Batman watches everything. I think. (laughs) I think Batman's a voyeur. That's why he has that fucking setup of all the TVs, and he's just jerking it to people everywhere. And Barbara Gordon's the only person ever to actually actually get in on his fetish. Yeah. He's the only one that really got him. Yeah, dude. She ended up running the Oracle up top and seeing everything. Oh, man. Well, um, what do you got coming up? Um, I think I'm at Vulcan the 30th. I'm going back on the road with Jay uh, in August, uh, doing Funny Bone in Omaha, Nebraska. Then I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, then I'm headlining Phoenix, uh, first weekend of September, JP's. Um, Sick, dude. I think I'm in San Diego after that. Fuck yeah, man. That's so, awesome. yeah, well, getting around. Let me know when those dates get closer, and I'll give you some food wrecks in those cities. Uh, That's my favorite thing about <laughs> you. Just to let everybody know, okay? It always says that Mike Eaton's not Texan, all right? I was in, where the fuck was I? Odessa? I think you were in Tuscola. I was maybe. somewhere. Oh, Abilene. You were Abilene. Abilene. I was in Abilene, okay? Yeah. And I was like, yo, is there anything good to eat out here? And Mike Eaton jumps, slides in my DMs, Bubba. And he says five different places. Okay, one of which is a bar. It's a bar that has a, a huge Confederate flag on the back. And I'm like, Oops. Mike, I'm like, Mike, I can't go there. <laughs> Listen to me, dog. I'm like, if I go there, there's going to be a wormhole open up and Klansmen are going to fucking jump out. Yeah. This can't happen. So I did not go there, but I did go to the other place you fucking recommended, and it was delicious. But truthfully, Mike has a food recommendation for every shitty small town in Texas. You can go to Iran, I-R-A-A-N, and Mike Eaton is going to be like, yo, the fucking tacos at the Shamrock are absolutely (laughs) incredible. That's the one that's out near Amarillo? Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's further south. That's like 290, like going towards Fort Stockton. Oh, there's a bunch of those cities out, like when you're driving through to New Mexico or, or Colorado. Yeah, there's a bunch. You drive through out there that have crazy fucking names. Yep. I love them. There's Dude, a I bunch. I was just in Tokyo, Texas. There, T-O-K-I-O. There's a million different ones. There's Yeah. Dude, I love all the little dumb towns in the state. Ding dong. Dude, cut and shoot. Cut and shoot's great. <laughs> cut and shoot, Texas. Cut and shoot's great. Uh, there, was, there was one named after, it was Jefferson Davis County. I think they had to rename it. That's awesome. But yeah, there's we have out in West Texas, Brewster County. Yeah, it's the biggest county in the state. It's 16 times the state of Rhode Island. 
That's how big Fuck. it is. Yeah. And, and there's probably just, just the, and, there's and there probably is just as many people. Yeah. No, dude, there's like 85 people there. It's fucking. Oh nothing. man. Uh, well, this has been Texas Facts. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed the Texas John, portion thank of. Thank you so much for show. coming on, dude. Thank uh, you for having me. Uh, going to the John on Instagram. Yeah, going to the John. J O N. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, I love you very much. Great to see you, dude. Thanks thank for you. Getting highly social. Thank you, Bubba.